Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Authentic Audience Podcast. My name is Krista Ritma. I am your host. Wanted to start off by wishing you a happy new year. I hope everybody had a better new year than I did. Oh man. Um, I know these like New Year's podcast episodes are supposed to be some sort of recap on all of the successes and <laughs> positive intentions moving forward for 2020, but this will not be that. Um, it has been a rough couple of weeks and my producer emailed me this morning reminding me that I have a solo episode due. I actually recorded this episode last week and I was really sick when I recorded it and I was sitting in bed and you could hear the sheets like rustling or like the, the mic was sitting on the comforter and it was super distracting and so that was unusable. Um, But everything happens for a reason. So I'm recording today and this is a solo episode. So it's all me. And I wanted to share um, the reality, I think, of what's been going on. I'm not going to dump my baggage. I'm not here to do that. I don't think that's helpful. Um, I will vent a little bit. But mostly there have been some big lessons and some big takeaways. And I think, you know, focusing on everything that went right and focusing on all of our successes is really, really important. But that can also be something that I do internally with myself, my family, my friends and um, these like public (laughs) displays of like um, success are kind of weird to me. Um, Like, this is how much money we made this year, and this is how many clients we worked with this year, and how many countries we traveled to, and and, and that's all wonderful and exciting and worth celebrating for sure. Um, But to me, I think the lessons and sort of the growing pains and those moments are actually what uh, is resonating with me right now and what I'm really interested in taking with me into 2020. Um, Yeah, so the one thing that I do want to celebrate though and that I I do want to share and I think it's important to share uh, for many reasons specifically on this platform is uh, the last week of December, I was featured, this podcast was featured in Entrepreneur Magazine as on a list with like the Tim Ferriss show and School of Greatness and how I built this, some of these like totally epic podcasts uh, as top 20 podcasts to help you grow in 2020. And that's pretty fucking rad. So for that, thank you. This is definitely my favorite thing that I do. I've loved growing this community. I love my guests. (laughs) I love everything about the podcasting world. I now have podcasting friends and even clients, and it's opened up some pretty big doors for me. And I just can't recommend it enough if it's something you're thinking about doing. Um, Rachel Brayton, my friend who has a massive podcast, uh, Yoga Girl, she was the one that really was like, do it. Like, you won't regret it. It's literally my favorite thing. And my other friend, Danny Pomploon, who's been on the podcast, he was like really cheering me on to do it. He has a podcast. And anyway, can't can't recommend it enough. So enough about that. Um, but really, truly thank you, uh, for listening and for the comments and the feedback and 
it's pretty awesome. Uh, and it's a nice little boost of confidence every week that people are actually listening. Um, and yeah, so I do want to celebrate that and celebrate you for being here and for making that even possible. It was one of my fans or listeners, fans is such a weird word, one of my listeners who uh, nominated me for that article. So wouldn't be here without you, truly. Um, so anyway, I wanted to spend the next 30 minutes sort of uh, sharing what happened <laughs> the last couple of weeks for me. Um, it's been pretty rough and pretty heavy, and I'm going to try not to cry, but um, it's been a lot, and I think there's a lot of expectations and pressure put on the new year. Like, it's new year, same stressed out me, and uh, it's just another day. And one, I was talking to my friend last week. Uh, about everything that was happening and, you know, I'm seeing all these New Year's posts about, you know, manifesting and intentions and gratitude and I'm like literally covered from head to toe and like the itchiest, most painful rash ever, which I'll get to, but was not feeling the love and joy and did not want to share about it. And her dad was like, the longer I live, the older I get. I realize New Year's is just another day. Yesterday was Tuesday and today's Wednesday and life is day by day and that's how you have to take it. So for anybody else that's not like <laughs> hitting the gym every day and had a really restful break and took a digital detox and whatever, I mean, I applaud the people who got to do that and I'm not shitting on you at all. I'm in fact very jealous, but that's not where I'm at. Um, and I applaud the people who are also sort of um, a little burnt out, a little tired, a little stressed, a little sad, a little anxious, and uh, lost. So this one's for you. <laughs> um, all right. So a couple weeks ago, um, Ram Das left his body. And I think I want to start there because that was big for me. Um, two podcasts ago, I had Trevor Hall, and we talked a lot about Maharaji. And he is um, an Indian guru or saint that we are quite devoted to. And Ram Das, uh, who I'm sure everyone knows, is who introduced Maharaji. Um, he introduced Maharaji to the Western world. So Maharaji was his guru. Um, and that's how a lot of us came to know about Maharaji is through Ram Das. So if it wasn't for Ram Das, I would not have Maharaji. I would not have a lot of things. And I never got to meet him. And I always like said out loud, I don't need to meet him because he lives in my heart. But deep down, I always wanted to meet him. Like in my heart, I really, really wanted to sit at his feet. And I knew he was old and I knew he was aging and more prepared than anybody I know to leave his body. My favorite quote of his is saying that death is like taking off a shoe that's too tight. And that just resonates so well with me. And um, when I heard of his passing, I burst into tears um, because of how attached I was when that whole teaching, his whole teaching is about non-attachment. And I was just sobbing like, I'm so attached and had a really hard time with um, the fact that I'll never actually get to meet him. 
um, in this lifetime. And that happened uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, and it just sort of, I don't know, made me go inward, I think, a lot because he was like our closest connection, my closest connection to Maharaji, and he's not here, and what does that mean, and lots of questioning and um, about everything, about everything. And the coolest thing that happened from that is four days after he passed away, I dreamt of him. And I can't believe I'm sharing this, but that's never happened to me before. My dreams are like rooted in my anxieties. So like weird terrors, um, (laughs) like horrible night terrors. Um, I relive my days or I like most of, mostly my dreams are like going through that day. So I wake up kind of exhausted some mornings because I've like already lived that day in my dream. Totally weird. My husband has like this epic imagination and dreams like he's like in a little gang of mice or that he's like literally a mountain (laughs) and Baba Maharaji has come to him before in dreams, but that doesn't really happen to me. So in my dream, I knew I was dreaming and I knew that he had passed when he walked in the room and what went down is very private and I will not share that, but I know now that I was meant to meet him in that way. And I know that sounds crazy, but he literally came to me in my dream. And that was a beautiful lesson just in the fact that that's where we were supposed to meet. And this is where I'm supposed to be. And I'm supposed to be, for whatever reason, sitting in my office surrounded by boxes and stuff because we're moving, <laughs> which I have not shared anywhere either. Um, we are moving to Santa Cruz at the end of the month um, for many, many reasons. And I had serious cold feet about this. So anyway, crazy, 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 crazy uh, changes, uh, time, friends, rashes, work, getting fired, having a thing, like so much um, in such a short period of time, but like nothing tragic. And I think that is the, it's not a hard part at all. It's something that makes me very grateful and blessed, but I feel guilty that I'm in such a rough place because everything that's happening right now is like, I, I have to be privileged in order for it to even be happening, if that makes sense. Like, I'm moving from a great apartment in San Francisco to a great condo in Santa Cruz. I know what it's like to feel very healthy and fit. And so breaking or not breaking, I almost broke my tailbone at the beginning of December. And uh, right when that healed, I came down with this allergic reaction and rash. So I've been physically out of commission for over a month. But in order to feel that sort of discomfort, I have to know what it's like to feel comfortable. And that's something I keep coming back to. In order to, I've I've dealt with an unhappy client and actually was fired. And um, for reasons that are just unbelievable and nobody's ever said to me before. And I have to believe that it's just not true and it's not my journey and it's not my story. And I handled it with integrity and I refunded, um, months actually of, of payments just to like end on good terms and apologize and, and whatever, even though I know in my heart 
that it's not my fault, but I have to feel success in order to know what this feels like, right? So everything is truly a balance and I am just feeling the opposite end of positive right now. So physically, I'm a wreck, you know, emotionally, I'm I'm not in a fight with a friend. I would not call it a fight. We love each other very much, but we are at odds um, with something very serious in our lives. And that has been causing me to lose sleep. But again, in order to feel this way about our friendship, I know what it feels like to be super close and feel super seen and have this unconditional love and support from this person. So every negative emotion I'm feeling right now, the only way I can be feeling these things is because I know what it's like to feel the opposite. And I remind myself that all of the time when I'm stressed or when I'm hungry, for example, um, I can only feel those things because I know what it's like to not be stressed and I know what it's like to be full. And for a lot of people in other parts of the world, being stressed and (laughs) tired aren't even in their vocabulary. It's not even an option. And so I recognize my privilege in this and that oftentimes make it makes it more difficult for me to rest, um, to actually feel the burnout and feel the feelings because I feel so guilty actually feeling them. So basically, um, yeah, that's pretty much a little recap. And to just go back to the dream and to bring it full circle, I Ram Das left us and in order for him to come to me in my dream, I know that's where we were supposed to meet, but he had to leave his body first. And so that was sort of the first lesson of the week. And then everything else that has happened with work, with the move, with my health, with my fucking rash, which I feel like represents like a lot of irritants in my life. It came in a moment of stress. And even though it's a, it's actually a bacteria infection from a hot tub, Um, that's what it's from, from like bacteria in a hot tub, um, that like the pH was off and I ended up coming down with like a terrible rash head to toe for like nine days that like got progressively worse. And I had to cancel a work trip and, um, we worked the whole, the whole time off. We are in the middle of two launches. And so we were unable to take time off. And the only two days I was away, um, was cause I was like, at the hospital getting pumped with like steroids for my rash. So, I mean, it's just painful. It's itchy. Um, I'm like sitting on pillows because I took a major, major spill um, at the beginning of December when I was snowboarding on my tailbone. I had to be like tobogganed down the hill. I was that asshole. (laughs) Um, Really great though. I must give a shout out to the Winter Park um, rescue team because they were phenomenal. Um, I was a monster, but anyway, um, between that injury and then this rash, I haven't been able to physically really move, um, and, or sweat, um, or work out or like go to the spa or sauna or any of my normal self-care things. And that's having a major effect on me. I'm not sleeping. I'm you know, super anxious. And so my physical stuff is affecting my emotional well-being. And then um, having this altercation with a former client is so uncomfortable. And 
it's funny because we were just talking to our strategist today and she was like, man, your clients are the best. Like we have these two launches going on right now and they do everything we say and they trust us and it works and it's a collaboration and they have a great team and it's just flowing. But at one point, Clay was so distracted by what's happening with this other client that it's really hard to focus on the good. And the truth is, in three years, we've never had somebody unhappy. We have never had this happen. Like we know what is coming through and what is being told to us isn't true. It's not our story. People love to blame their marketing team for something that's not working. It's like everyone's favorite thing to do, which I take very personally and puts it puts a lot of stress on, stress on me and it puts a lot of pressure on me. Clay's better at not taking it personally, but we both took this one pretty personally And the fact of the matter is it's weighing on me. And we hear this all the time. People like have thousands of positive comments and a lot of my clients, you know, and then they'll just focus on that one negative comment and it will totally ruin their day. And so the words that have been said to me have totally ruined my day. I got another email this morning and I just wish it would end. (laughs) I just wish it would end and I'm staying in integrity and I'm speaking my truth and I'm having compassion but it's really hard. Um, I have a couple situations in my life right now where it would be a lot easier to be righteous as hell <laughs> and be a total asshole. Um, but as Clay likes to remind me sometimes, just because I am right doesn't mean I'm not being an asshole. And so that's one thing I'm trying not to do. And I have a lot of um, support from um, people on my team, from friends, from coaches that know what's going on. And I'm sort of just giving myself permission right now to be where I'm at. Where I'm at is very tired, (laughs) very itchy, very sore, very anxious, and feeling very lost. So on the positive side of that, we can only go up. And there have been moments and conversations that have brought me so much joy in the last few days. And I've had to have some really hard conversations with people I'm very close to about something that's going on privately within our group of friends. And if anything, I feel closer. I know that's so crazy. Um, And people sometimes might call me an emotional junkie, (laughs) but having these kinds of conversations as uncomfortable as they might be, I'm feeling closer than ever to my um, best friends. And as somebody that is suffering greatly from FOMO, fear of missing out uh, with this move coming up, that is making me feel really safe and really seen and really supported. I'm terrified that we like won't be invited places because we're moving an hour outside of the city, literally an hour and a half with traffic. Um, but I'm scared that like we'll be forgotten because I have like terrible FOMO and like unworthiness and blah, 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 feel of of fear of like not being seen, et cetera. But with everything that's happened and as hard as it's been, um, I feel a lot closer and a lot more supported and a lot more seen and, Yeah, I think that that's going to be just fine. So the fact of the matter is um, I don't have any big successes to share for 2019, uh, except I learned a lot about my zone of genius. 
I know what it is I need to be focusing on. I know what it is when I'm not focusing on that. And my biggest goal right now is to grow my team. Um, I have some incredible applications and emails sitting, waiting for me to read, and I know who I want to hire, and I know who they are, and it's just been so busy with these launches and my health and the move and, you know, excuse, excuse, excuse um, to not sit down and have those interviews, and it's going to happen. Our 2020 goal is to grow this team, um, to be working smarter and to launch some of our own things. So I've learned a lot about launches. I'm now uh, calling myself a launch strategist. It's a new word I'm using, but that's what I do. I create strategies for really successful launches and it goes beyond marketing. And we're doing a lot of them right now. So for 2020, looking to the future for work, this is a work podcast after all, but when you're an entrepreneur, everything is everything all the time and it affects everything. So, I mean, physically when I wake up and I'm unhappy with my body or with this rash or not being able to work out, it does affect how I show up to work and everything else, my relationship, my friendships, all of that. So everything affects everything. And if you think it doesn't, you're crazy. Um, but anyway, so looking forward to launching some of our own stuff um, and continuing to launch other people's stuff. So we're really trying to move away from this retainer client. Um, we're keeping, obviously, the retainer clients that we have because they're amazing and we're in love with them. But moving forward, I want to do launches. <laughs> I want to help people launch their shit. Um, people have amazing things out there incredible offerings, all of the like dots and just don't know how to connect them. And so I'm working with some really incredible people right now. I'm looking forward to doing a launch a month. That's my goal. Maybe two, probably just one, um, for the rest of the year and then launch some of our own offerings. Uh, we're going to launch first a course called own your traffic, which we've been talking about forever. It's how to grow your email list. And right now with the way everything's happening with Facebook and Instagram algorithms and this pay to play market, going your email list is the best 401k plan for your business, hundred percent hands down. And this course is going to tell you exactly how to do it. Everyone that's tested it has seen like epic success. It feels so good to put something out there that I know is going to work really well for people and they're going to get major success out of it. So that's coming first, followed by a couple other programs. One's going to be super affordable marketing fundamentals. I'm going to throw out some free offers because I just want to help people understand and heal their relationship with sales and marketing. That is literally why I'm here and to help you create success and abundance along the way. But if you have a bad relationship with selling yourself and you have a great product, then there's a disconnect happening. And that's what I'm here to help with changing the relationship, changing the story, changing the conversation, um, and holding space for people while they go through that transformation, because it's really, it's really hard. It's really hard to sell anything, let alone yourself and your own offers. So really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to this move. I was having really cold feet about leaving the city. I love the city. And uh, we had a call with a psychic a couple months back. It was profound, life-changing. And one thing she said was Clay's energy is happier in Santa Cruz. Um, and so we decided to move there. It was like divine timing. It's a long story, which I will not get into, but 
we have an opportunity there, uh, two bedroom condo. We need this space. It's a block from the beach. I can ride my electric bike, which is literally my happiest place is riding my electric bike. I got it for Christmas and the picture of me is so embarrassing. It's like a child. It's like a six-year-old child opening their present, still believing in Santa. Like totally, I look like such an idiot, but I'm so happy about my electric bike. So right by the beach, it's very focused on like living in Santa Cruz. People really live. There's always someone surfing or getting, or, you know, outside at the coffee shop or walking or at the beach. And I'm excited to sort of slow down and have some space to breathe and walk on the beach every day and bike ride. They have like the most epic bike paths down there. So really, really, really looking forward to that move. Uh, we need to ground. Um, we are constantly talking about the future and sailing around the world and scaling the business. And we will definitely do all of those things. But right now the theme is ground our business, ground our marriage, ground our home. So I want to create a home that feels like home. Um, I want to settle somewhere for a little while. We've been on the go. I've been on the go for like the past, I don't know, 500 years. And, um, just connect with my husband, grow the business, take the time to train the right people. We have runway, so I don't have to keep taking on new clients right now. I can launch our own stuff and I feel good about that. And, um, for me, these next couple of weeks is just surviving, um, getting through it, uh, keeping our launches on track and successful. That's our priority. And when you are an entrepreneur and you have clients that depend on you, sometimes they just have to come first. And that's where we're at. Our clients come first. Um, these launches are important. It's their lives and they're in our hands and the success of it is really in our hands and that will be coming first. Um, followed by getting ready to move and making all these changes and healing some things. And once we get to February, I'm really looking forward to actually putting a lot of this stuff into action. And I know that contradicts the common thing and the common saying in yoga and meditation practices where every breath, every moment is an opportunity to um, change your mind, to take action and change the story. And <laughs> not doing that right now. I'm where I am at. I am uncomfortable. I am in a period of growth. I am emotionally drained. I'm very anxious. I'm very tired. And I'm going to be in this place and do what needs to do, do what needs to be done to take care of work, to take care of business, to take care of my husband, take care of my dog, and take care of this move. <laughs> and that's where I am. So that is my lesson for in all of this is just allow yourself to be. We all work really hard. If you're listening to this, you are awake. You know you're alive. <laughs> you're a conscious being who is a good person and doing good work in the world. And if you're miserable in this moment, I'm not asking you to create a gratitude list or take 10 deep breaths or do any of that. I'm giving you full permission to be exactly where you're at and know that tomorrow is just another day and your goal is to get through it and you can make it whatever you want. So the other side of this is telling you right now, if you do take three deep breaths and five things you're grateful for, you will feel better, but you have to choose. You have to choose to want to feel better. And right now I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay where I'm at. Um, and 
I'm just giving myself permission to be there. And uh, yeah, so that's what's been happening. Um, It's been physically hard, emotionally hard, and professionally hard. And I'm looking forward to getting out of this rut and um, moving into a space of creation and abundance. I will say it is hard to create under stress. Um, So if you are in a creative space, take advantage of it. I always do. The other piece of this is everything is temporary and this is life. Um, I also say that about marriage. You know, it's this, it's a wave. It's up and down, up and down. And when I'm at the bottom of the wave, I always know there will be an up. And when I'm at the top of the wave, I really embrace it. I know a lot of people who, when they are at the top, they're like, oh my God, when is the shoe going to drop? When is this going to, when will I crash again? Like, I can't believe I feel this good. And they just live in fear of the lows. And it's hard for them to be present in the highs. And I have to say, one thing I will commend myself on is I am present to both. So when I am on the top of a wave and I'm on fire and I'm getting up early and I'm working out, I just embrace it. I do all of the things. I get a lot done. And when I'm in the low, I embrace that too. So not that I'm telling anyone else how they should be, but I am definitely um, taking Ram Dass's advice to heart. And that is be here now. That is where I am. So I hope wherever you are, you are healthy and giving yourself permission to be where you're at. And I am so grateful to be on this journey with you all. I really am. The gratitude never wavers. (laughs) Not always focused on it, but it never wavers. I have some incredible guests lined up. Ever since that episode or that podcast article came out, I've been booking some incredible guests, which is so annoying because it's like it's still me (laughs) and it was a good podcast before. It doesn't make it any better. I know it's good, but now, you know, I have this logo that tells me it's good. So whatever. Um, But I'm really looking forward to this year of podcasting. I Um, my last couple of guests, like Angie and Ruby, having them on, having Trevor Hall on, I have some people coming up. I don't want to spoil yet by saying, but I really want to move towards this direction of people who inspire me, not that look good on paper or not. And I'm not saying I did this before, but, um, Angie and Ruby are a great example. It's an account that I follow on Instagram. They light me up. It makes me happy. They have a great audience, all of those things. And it's not hundred percent like business focused, but it's more life focused and holistic in all of the aspects of who we are. And our business is just one of those aspects. And I think the more we can talk about all the other things, the more, uh, it sort of helps our our businesses and, and how we show up in business. So lots to look forward to on the upcoming podcasts. I appreciate you listening to this rant. I um, feel better after sharing it. Um, I haven't spoken really out loud about a lot of this stuff. So um, thank you for allowing me to be vulnerable. Thank you for allowing me to share. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And until next time, keep growing. Bye.